Right. And I have to just stop for just a second. The sound that you just heard in the background at Chelsea's house was the kitty litter box. So she does have a cat. <laughs> well, I was going to edit it out, but okay. <laughs> no, don't edit it out. It's perfect because you do have a cat. <laughs> You're listening to Paleo Pep Talk. Let's get real. I'm Chelsea, owner of Paleo Pep Talk and a 20-something graphic designer living a big city paleo life. And joining me is my multi-talented mom, Lori, traveler of the open highway, living a small town paleo life. Join us here every Monday morning as we share our simple, real-life tips and tricks to add the fun into paleo. Now, let's remember our disclaimer, we're actually not nutritionists, doctors, or trainers, just your average mother and daughter sharing our thoughts and experiences about being paleo. Please consult the doctor for any health concerns you may have. Now, welcome to our Paleo Party. You're listening to episode number 46, the one about paleo pets. And this is going to be a lot of fun to get into. But uh, I, I know. Well, I just want to say a couple things first. Uh, okay. I want to apologize if I have a coughing fit. I live in North Idaho. Uh, I live in Bonner County, which was number one in the nation on Monday for hazardous smoke from fires. Spokane, I believe, hit a record today or yesterday, which Spokane, as the crow flies, is probably about 50 miles from here. Um, they hit an all-time record for hazardous air quality. Wow. And we have fires burning right above us in British Columbia and Alberta, to the east in Montana, just uh, about 40 miles away, to the west, Spokane area, all that, to the south in Idaho, and then Oregon, of course, so sad, is just like completely yeah. on fire. And yeah. um, so anyway, I we got home from the truck this morning, and of course last night it started hitting, when we started hitting Missoula, you could see the thickness, and then we went through two active fires in Montana, we drove through, and then got here, and we have opened our front door about four times today just to get out get in you know I mean nothing is open yeah. all the windows everybody's all shut in people are wearing masks oh, wow. it's really really I, it's really bad it's like um I had to go out a couple of times because there was things that I had to do but bo uh, both times I went out I just did the stuff I had to do and by the time I got home I just my chest just feels tight like you know is anyway. it like when Mount St. Helens erupted um, well, you know, that was different because that had the ash in the air and it was <clears throat> dangerous to breathe in that ash and stuff. Yeah. So it was different, but the same in that, you know, I can just, I, I could see where I'm at, I'm in town where there's a ton of trees. There's a whole, I'm on a street that is just covered with trees. And of yeah. course, trees love the, you know, they're soaking this in because it's carbon dioxide and it's, you know, they're, they're air cleaners. That's what trees do is filter my parents and your grandparents and your aunt's house, which is down by the lake, because that's such a huge open area, it yeah. like you could just driving down the street, you could just see how much worse it is. And of course, you could smell wow. it in their house and stuff. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, sorry if I just start coughing. I'm trying really hard not to. Um, yep. That was one thing. And then another thing is somebody I know, my favorite daughter only daughter, but favorite but daughter favorite. <laughs> is going to be spotlighted in 
Uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> apartment therapy. Apartment therapy next week for her apartment in New York City. And I'm so proud of, of my you. Mom. <laughs> I cannot take credit for it because it's all of what my mom did to my apartment, and the whole post that I wrote is about her. So, oh, well, that I was, was sweet. So excited, but you had the ideas that you. you I mean, know. I talked about it too, but I okay. basically just talked about the tiny living. Yeah. So I live in a very tiny apartment, which we talked about before in New York City. It's probably about 250 square feet, <clears throat> and uh, my mom came a year and a half ago. I guess, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And we, she made these incredible shelves that she built in Idaho and drove here, and all these incredible things painted, had all these fun ideas, made me this bed that's incredible because I don't have room to get under the bed for storage, so the bed pops up so I can get into it. All these awesome things. So I submitted it to apartment therapy for a before and after, and I got an email today that they are going to post it. So it's going to be posted on September 12th. Yep, uh, that'll look, be... I will post it on Paleo Pep Talks Instagram. I'm going to post it literally okay. everywhere I possibly can, so... Yeah, <laughs> so on Tuesday, so the day after this airs, it yeah. should be yeah. on there. Yeah, Tuesday, it'll be on Apartment Therapy, so you can yeah. see my apartment, and I'm so excited. Yeah, but don't let her give me all the credit, because she had the creative stuff. I did the building, the constructing, but she had cre- creatively put things together, so... Yeah. It was um, a fun a project to do together. We had a blast. and Yes, it was uh, so much fun. Maybe there'll be more. Maybe there'll be more. <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to say that. Yes. And yep. now we could talk about Fluffy cool. and the Fluffy Goes fluffy. Paleo. I just, I looked at that article too. Fluffy Goes Paleo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because actually... People might be laughing at us and going, oh, paleo pets. But the truth is, paleo, even with humans, only means that you're trying to do what was naturally what your body is supposed to eat, what your digestive system is set up to eat, what, you know, getting rest, eating whole foods, things like that. Pets, naturally, you know, number one, they're really good at getting all the rest that they need. So, oh, there, uh, my cat is great at that. He finds enough rest for me and for him. No issue there. And they're not stressed. They don't worry about the bills or the, you know. They are not stressed. They are not stressed (laughs) at all. They just let every day kind of happen. Although your cat, uh, okay, he might be stressed. (laughs) We don't know why. He invents things to be stressed about, I think. Um, and also they would, if you put a bowl of ice cream in front of them and a thing of fresh meat, they're going to go for the meat. They're not going to eat the ice cream or cookies or whatever you put there. Man, they're going to go that outlook. <laughs> for the meat. They're going to go yep. for what's good for them. And yep. so actually pets are pretty kind of already, they should be our ideal for the paleo lifestyle. Yeah. It's true, and we kind of talked about this before when we did our episode about paleo non-food products. We went a little into pets, but we're going to talk more about it because it's really interesting. Like you said, that's kind of how they should be anyway, and we can help them be that way. Maybe I should try this with Snowflake, and it'll fix him. Well, okay, I have to go back to one day when Chelsea and I were 
sauntering. Now, this was three years ago, the first time the cat attacked me. And we were sauntering around in the West Village, I believe it was. East Village. Was it in the East Village? Was it in the East Village? Okay. It was in the East Village. Okay, in the East Village. And it was the day we saw... um, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper in front of his firehouse. In front of his firehouse yes. apartment. <laughs> and um, <laughs> anyway, and so he ex- was like, what What you should do is have your mom sit on the floor with some raw meat and have your cat. Well, you missed the part where we walked into this hippy-dippy pet store. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's the funniest pet store. I've actually been back. And there's a cat whisperer in the back. <laughs> Yeah, there's this guy he, just sitting there. He knows everything about pets. He, you could tell, he knew. Yeah, oh yeah, he knew, he knew. He was the whisperer, and he gave us all these hints. Well, we never did do it, but... Um, he claimed that if she was sat on the floor with Rami and fed it to Snowflake, that Snowflake would no longer be mad. Yeah, he would no longer not Which... like me. So maybe next time, or maybe I can just smear some meat on me or something next time, like... <laughs> Maybe maybe there's a um, essential oil that is like maybe there's meat. an essential oil. <laughs> there are cat or pet essential oils, so yeah, maybe maybe he like that. Yeah, there you go. Maybe he's. I can see him right now on Skype, and he's ignoring our conversation. Yeah, he's definitely ignoring. Our conversation. <laughs> he's like, he what are you talking about? <laughs> Well, so anyway, I mean, I did look at the Fluffy Goes Paleo and Paleo Leap, but many of the websites, all you have to do is Google Paleo Pets and so many things come up. Yeah, well, I actually found, so I found an article that is actually like a plan that's from Mark's Daily Apple, which is a big paleo website that a lot of people have probably heard of. Um, and it says, so this is, this is for cats. They also have one for dogs, but so the primal cat diet should approach the approximate dimensions of your typical prey animal. Right. So it should be 80% muscle meat, including fat, skin, tendons, sunni, and cartilage. Sinew. So chicken, sinew. chicken, beef, fish, sinew, sorry. Yeah. Chicken, beef, fish, turkey, or ground meat. Mm-hmm. And then 10% organs, half of which should be liver. Yep. So kidneys, liver, heart, brain, pancreas. That's disgusting. Yep. Um, and then 10% edible bones. Yes. And cats actually will die on a vegetarian diet. They will not survive. Because they are carnivores. Carnivores are animals that meat is their diet. Omnivores, that's what humans are. Dogs are omnivores. They need a combination of meats and vegetables. Um, So cats are carnivores. Think of the cats in the wild. You never see lions eating grass. You know, they're always hunting prey. That's what they do. Right, they have to be, like, always trying to... That was another thing that the pet, the cat whisperer had told us was not... Has told me was not to feed him every day because 
cats in real life wouldn't be eating every day because they wouldn't be catching prey every day. That's right. And I have to just stop for just a second. The sound that you just heard in the background at Chelsea's house was the kitty litter box. So she does have a cat. (laughs) Well, I was going to edit it out, but okay. No, don't edit it out. It's perfect because you (laughs) do have a cat. (laughs) I do have a cat. So that was it. I have an electronic litter box, which is pretty much the greatest thing ever. Yes, it is the greatest thing ever. But you're right. That is one of the things that he said was uh, cats don't eat, didn't eat every day. And... um, uh, and they like to hunt, so you know it. It would it is better for them. Even though we we put on cats and dogs and other pets, I I want to say we're really kind of talking about cats and dogs here. Um, I did look up on other pets, things like ferrets and guinea pigs and stuff like that, and they really don't. Know, there's not been a lot of research on it, so I think we're kind of sticking yeah. to cats and dogs here. Um, but. You know, we put on them what we as people want. That's why we give them doggy treats and all this stuff. But you know what? They really don't care. They don't know. They don't know the difference. And they don't, you know, they might get excited, but that's because we go, want a doggy treat? Want a doggy treat? Or, you know, (laughs) they're responding to, you know, our voice. Yep. They aren't sitting there going, man, I wish I could have some ice cream. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So we've kind of put that on them, but they don't need to eat um, as much. So especially cats. Yeah, it's true. Um, there's also a website that I had talked about before, but it's called paleopet.com. Mm-hmm. And it's this doctor, he's a vet, that has written this book. It's basically like the pit, like Whole30 for animals. Right. <laughs> Um, and you can buy this book, and it teaches you how to transition your pet from the food it's eating to right. being paleo. Cats and, and dogs. And, well, but and, he, go ahead. He says that, so well, apparently Dr. Coughlin is the original author who broke the news about starch in pet foods in yes. 2009. Yeah. So it's a huge thing. It says, what most pet owners do not realize is that the main ingredient in all dried pet food is starch. It's like a filler. It's like a filler, and there's also a lot of grains and legumes and chemicals and all sorts of stuff in commercial pet food, which the, the fact is animals are coming down with human diseases, including diabetes and things like that, which they should not be coming down with in nature. On Mark's Daily Apple, it talked about how he had to, his dog was diagnosed with irritable bowel disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the poor thing. Oh, poor sweet. Uh, yeah. I know. I know. So, yeah. So, they can definitely pick up on those things and yes. not, and get the same. I mean, they have little bodies in there. Yeah. And dogs, they, they need to have a meat-based diet. And again, we're talking raw meat because cooked meat is not what they need. It needs I to just be ra- can't imagine giving snowflake raw meat. Like, that sounds so okay. disgusting. It will, and, and I'm going to talk about that in one second. But I just want to okay. finish that the dogs are omnivores, so they need a variety of other things, including bones, like what you had said, and vegetable scraps. 
Um, although you do have to be careful with your dog. One thing it said in one article was never feed them macadamia nuts or avocados. And I know that people know chocolate and stuff like that, but of course chocolate isn't paleo anyway. So um, <laughs> we we wouldn't have that in our home. No. But we might have macadamia nuts and avocados and they should not have that. But here's something that, that we think, because we think, you know, we hear raw meat, E. coli, uh, all this, you know, stuff that people get. But cats and dogs, they are biologically designed to eat raw meat. Their guts are made. The, the environment is highly acidic and it's made for raw meat. And so your animal will be okay with it. But the other side of that is as a human, when you're preparing raw meat and doing all that, you need to make sure you're washing your hands really well and also their dish. So if you put raw meat in their dish, you need to make sure you're cleaning that out really well with hot soapy water each day. Don't leave uh, a, a dish sitting there that's had raw meat in it for days. You know, yeah. uh, you need to keep it clean. So yeah, it's hard to think of that, but I think you should try. I think next time you go to the store and get hamburger or something, you should just put a couple things, crumbles of raw hamburger in his dish and let him eat it. He will eat it. And um, there, he likes it. they're set up for that kind of stuff. I mean, their mouths are cleaner than the human mouth. Ew, really? Well, because they have a more acidic environment, which kills all that stuff. So they, they're they actually, you know, they're set up for that. Um, another thing well, that people brought up on uh, things that I read was the cost, you know, of feeding yeah. meat to your dogs versus, you know, the commercial dog food. But there's some really good ideas about that. Um you can, you know, stock up on cheap cuts of meat, um, especially meat that has bones in it, um, yeah. and get it uh, like when it's on sale and freeze it. Um, and then you can thaw it out. Uh, it, and just so you know, there's a difference. Cooked bones, you never want to feed a cooked bone to your animal uh, because Why? they're more, well, they're more brittle. And so they can uh, break apart. And that's not the point oh. of it. They want they need to be bones uh, from raw meat. And so you can give them a steak or something, like a big dog. Say if you had a huge dog, you know, right. uh, you know, German Shepherd or something, you could give them a whole steak with the bone in it, like right. a T-bone. or Well, I, mean, I don't right. know if I could afford T-bone for a German Shepherd. But, <laughs> but the idea is you yeah. can get cheaper uh, meat. You can also, and there's I'm sure there's other ones, but there's a place called U.S. Wellness Meat. And you can get gourmet pet options with like chewy marrow bones from grass-fed animals. So you can order really? stuff like that and get the bones, kind of like the bones that I get for bone broth. Yeah. Those, anything that I get so from bone like, broth, you could feed your animal. You could just give an extra one to the dog. Yeah. Because give the they, dog a bone. Give the dog a bone. <laughs> they want to chew on the bone. Not only is it good for sharpening their teeth and good for their their uh, teeth, it's also calcium for them. There's stuff that they get, you know, out of the bone itself, and it's, it's good for them to do that. You can also... Um, uh, another way to save money is turkey or chicken backs make great budget uh, friendly meals. And that again, the oh. back is, um, and they're small. And if you've made um, 
bone broth with chicken, you'll see all the little cartilage, all the little bone uh, spine, you know, bones. They're all these little, well, the dogs can, they can eat them. They get calcium from it and stuff and it's small. It's not going to get caught in their throat and stuff. So turkey or chicken backs, that's something that is not sold. You know, when you go to the store, you see thighs, breasts, you know, all the different things, but you, the butcher may have extra from what they've prepared chicken backs. So you could even tell them, save the turkey and chicken uh, backs for me and I'll buy, you know, and I'll buy them and you can feed those to your animal again, raw, but those are real good um, for them. And you can also feed them fish, raw egg, which remember eggs are baby, they're baby chicks, which is a, a meat. They're a baby chick. If the if that egg was fertilized, it would grow into a chicken. So it's actually like raw meat. So raw so egg. You just and, like crack a rotten egg into a bowl. Not a rotten egg, sweetie. Did you say <laughs> not rotten, a rotten egg? <laughs> not a rotten egg. A raw egg. Yeah, a raw egg. Absolutely, absolutely. If you for a cat or a dog or just yes, a dog. yes, it's a protein. It's a hundred percent protein. And I feel like Snowflake would just die if I did that. No, it's a really good balance. Of, in fact, if you took some raw egg and kind of mixed it up so that you could mix up the white, which is the protein, with the yolk, which is the fat, you mix that together, and then you just uh, put it in your fridge. Maybe it'll last two or three days, but if you mix then it, it with, like, took some raw meat and poured a little bit of the egg over that, are you kidding? It'd be like a feast for Snowflake. You think? Oh, absolutely. And raw egg is really good for the coat animal, like their coat. Their fur, it Helps yeah. it be shiny. And then maybe his little rash thing that I think is just a nervous tick would go away. <laughs> and also organ meats. Any of the organ meats that, you know, you can get those a lot of times for cheap oh, the organ liver meats, yeah. and all that. I see those at, even at like the farmer's market and stuff, you see that a lot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And well, so what's the difference between doing like this and buying like canned food because canned food has gross stuff in it yeah well if it has fillers like sometimes canned food can have filler well number one it's processed and if it's cooked meat that's it's just better right right it's not what you want because their bodies just don't want cooked i can tell you that never in history have a cat or a dog gotten together or in a group of cats and a group of dogs sat over a campfire roasting hot dogs or I just, it you never happens. <laughs> it just never happened. When was the last time you watched like, you know, one of those shows on the African jungle and the lions were all, you know, they take down their uh, deer or whatever it was and then sit and roast it over a fire. It, it just didn't happen. Never. <laughs> And cats That's are a very good point. They're cat. They're they're felines. You know, they're feline. Yep. They are cat. So, um, you know, they want the raw. So there are, I believe, I didn't um, actually get them listed, but I did look, and I think that if you look up paleo pet food, there are maybe some companies that um, have products. But yeah. um, it's, you know, heck, you're making meat for your family. Just cut off a little bit and feed yeah. it to your dog. You, it doesn't, it, yeah. they don't have to, you don't have to sit and, like with our meal, we plan for the family and we have our salad and our whatever. You know what? Throw some of the vegetables in the dish and throw some, cut up some of the meat and throw it in the dish and give it to the dog while you're preparing dinner. Yeah. So you can give them veg. Do they need veggies too? Uh, dogs. 
Okay. Cats are pretty much carnivores. Okay. That's what I thought. But dogs yeah. can have Dogs can eat. They are omnivores, which humans are. Right. Uh, which means they can eat uh, vegetables, scraps, stuff yeah. like that. But, you know, yeah. how easy okay. is that? If you really think about it, that's pretty simple. Well, while you're making dinner, just cut up a little bit for fluffy. Throw it in their bowl. I mean, really? Oh yeah, that's so easy. That and it's really not that you know expensive. And then they're and, actually eating what's on the dinner table. Well, they're at, yeah, they're actually <laughs> eating food that is fulfilling to them too, and so they may not eat as much because what they're eating in the dry dog food and all that is not their body's going. What? What yeah. is this? This is not. You don't usually see, although sometimes you see dogs eating grass, but it's rare. Usually, I think it's because they're they're just hung. You know, it's not like pica. People get pica right. when they just you know are eating anything because their body's not getting the nutrition that it needs or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that that would be really simple. So you should start doing that. And again, don't do it all at once. Like say, okay, no more dog food for you. Put some dog food down and put a little bit of meat with it. And then yeah. just keep, you know, slowly over, you know, give it a good probably month or so as you gradually, you know, make Switch it over. more yeah. raw food. Because animals are very sensitive. Their systems are a little more sensitive than ours to, to change. changing. Yeah. But I think it's a great idea, Chelsea. I really, I expect you to give us an update next week on, and okay, this does not include... Protein bars. So do not give kitty protein bars. <laughs> no protein bars. Okay. Or epic bars, because I think that's cooked. You need to give no him epic bars. Yeah, it's cooked. Raw meat. But I would love to hear, you know, I bet he would eat it right up. Okay, well, I'm going to try. You should. We'll Absolutely. Fun. Yeah. Well, I hope that maybe you go feed your pet some paleo yeah. pet food, because... Maybe they'll be happier. You never know. It's just like a human. Yep. Just like a human. Um, well, we are going to have a extra fun episode next week that's a really exciting topic, I think, that is going to be sources of protein that are not meat. Yep. So for we kind of talked for <laughs> humans. Yeah, these are for humans. <laughs> Going back to the humans. Um, so we're going to talk about that and what you can have uh, maybe as a vegetarian or um, if you just don't want to eat meat or it's upsetting to you for some reason or you just need something else and you're sick of it, then there are a lot of other options of getting protein. And sure. I've never really thought about it before, so I'm excited to talk about it. Or just to put in smoothies and stuff other than regular protein powder, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Cool. Okay, well, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for hanging out with us for the past half hour. We are so grateful to have you all here with us and listening along. If you loved partying along with us today and want to share it with your friends, please do. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes and you can follow us on Instagram at Paleo Pep Talk. And you can find a ton of resources, all of our encouragement, and of course, join our Paleo e-party at www.paleopeptalk.com. And very important, if you have any questions, fun, silly, 
whatever it may be that you want us to talk about, please email them to us at paleopeptalk at gmail.com or there's a place to submit your questions on our site. We cannot wait to hang out with you guys again next Monday talking about our new topic, answering all of your burning paleo questions. Don't forget to send them to us. But now it's time for you to keep this paleo party going all week and we'll meet you back here, same place, same time. 